Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill. One of the things that I've learned over the years doing this podcast is I look forward to when they do their Halloween episodes. Uh, They rank up, in my opinion, with the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes as some of the best Halloween material on TV. That is until this particular episode, which I'm about to review. Because the episode that I'm reviewing this week is Goth Kids 3 Dawn of the Posers. Now, before I dive into the episode itself, I have to explain one thing before even starting this episode, which is the air date of the episode. So let me explain. So I'm going to do the quick intro, and then I will explain. So this episode originally aired October 23rd, 2013. That was not the case. The episode was originally scheduled to air October 16th, the week before. As we all know, South Park episodes nowadays are usually produced in only six days and delivered to Comedy Central hours before airing. However, on October 15th, South Park Studios suffered a power outage, causing the staff's computers to go down during post-production and leaving the episode incomplete, missing its deadline for the first time in the show's 17-season run. Trey Parker wrote that, quote, It sucks to miss an air date, but after all these years of tempting fate by delivering the show last minute, I guess it was bound to happen, unquote. A rerun of the fifth season episode, Scott Turnerman Must Die, was shown in its place with live tweets accompanying the broadcast. Goth Kids 3, Dawn of the Posers, eventually aired one week later on October 23rd, 2016. So, uh, the episode was written and directed by Trey Parker, and we happen to have... A very special, very different intro to this episode. Okay, to be fair, that intro is actually kind of cool. And unfortunately, one of the only good things about this episode. Yeah, one of the few good things about this episode. 
So the episode begins at the home of Henrietta, one of our goth kids, where she is reading some Edgar Allan Poe. When her parents call her to the living room. And they tell her that they're worried about her behavior. So because of this, she is going to go to a camp for troubled kids. And she will be there for the next two weeks. So the rest of the goth kids, Pete, Michael, and Ferkel, are surprised about this. And they don't know what happened or what to do. Michael explains that she was get or he was getting texts from Henrietta along the way and then the camp took their phones. Just took the phones. So we see Henrietta, she is at the camp which is called and I actually like this. The Troubled Acres Rehab for At-Risk Teens with Emotional Problems who need structure. So she's in this room and it's kind of more of like a cell more than anything. And there's a camera there. And she's like, I'm not going to change. You're not going to do shit to me. And then all of a sudden, here comes this plant. This plant just pops up. So, it's been two weeks, and the rest of the goth kids are ready to welcome Henrietta back. Well, she gets off the bus, and it's not what they expected. Because she comes back as an emo. <gasps> no! Not an emo! So... Because of this, and because of the camp situation, they go to Child Protective Services to explain that Henrietta's been abused. But, the adult there is like, well, aren't goth and emo the same? And you get all of that. So, Michael realizes what has happened when he gets called into the dining room at his house. And his parents tell him, "You're going to a new. You're going to a camp, and it's going to change you." And he's like, "Oh no, this is this is the same one that Henrietta was at." So he gets carried away to go to this camp, and here is Henrietta and all the emo kids standing there as Michael is being driven away. To go to this camp. So now. We have. Pete and Ferkel left. They're the only goth kids. Left. And they're trying to figure out. What are we going to do? We've got to figure out a way. To get. Michael out. And to get Henrietta. Out of this trance. Of being emo. So they decide the only way to do it is to team up with the vampire kids. And they've had a bit of a rough history. They did burn down the Hot Topic in the mall. 
So, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a bit of bad history between them. Meanwhile, Henrietta is with her new kids, and they're cutting themselves on the wrist. Because apparently that's what emo teens do. And her mom goes to check in on her, and she yells at her mom, apologizing for not being a perfect, you know, cheerleader princess. And then the mom's like, oh, yeah, things are going better. She didn't call me a jizz bitch. So the two goth kids then go to the community center where all the vampire kids are at. And they're having this meeting. And then here comes... Pete and Ferkel. And they are explaining what is going on. And then the one thing, honest to God, the one thing that saves this episode for me, getting a one, is there is a male African American fan of twilight in the group <laughs> it is a oh hell no i ain't dealing with no shit like this ain't you motherfucker cheating being emo and shit i gonna fuck you up so now the vampire kids and the goth kids are going to work together to figure this all out to figure this problem out Meanwhile, Michael, who is at the camp, is tied up in a chair, and he can't get out. And here is this gardener, who's here, watering plants. But, you see, these plants, they're not regular plants. These plants turn you into a emo that that's what happens that is what happens and there's even a plant king who is in charge of all of this meanwhile the goth and vampire kids are in the library and they are going to summon edgar Allan poe and believe it or not, they were able to get Edgar Allan Poe. They summoned him. And they're amazed that Edgar Allan Poe is here. And then Edgar Allan Poe bashes both vampire kids and goth kids. And Poe agrees to help them. So they're driving. And it's Pete who's driving. Not the male, not the black adult, but the kid is driving. The kid is driving. And Edgar Allan Poe is smoking and he's like, I don't want you guys to call me Edgar. That's my parents. That's what my parents gave me. I want you to call me by my goth name, Night Pain. And they're like, Oh, no, God. Oh, God, what the hell? So, eventually, they do get to the camp. 
and they are looking for Michael. And one of the kids, I, th- I think it was one of the vampire kids, noticed there's a camera there. There is a camera there. So they're looking and they're being watched. So then they find Michael. They find him in the in the garden home. And they are trying to free him when all of a sudden Ferkel betrays them. What? The little one? The little kid? Betrayed him? Yes, because Ferkel is emo. Oh no. No. What can happen? So, the vampire kid, Pete, and the black guy, because they didn't give him a name, so I'm going to call him the black guy, are now tied up in the chair. And they're wondering where Edgar Allan Poe went, to which one of them replied, oh, he went to the uh, Comfort Inn restaurant. So here's here's Edgar Allan Poe smoking with a cup of coffee, and the waitress is here. Is like, are you gonna order anything or not? Shut up! I'm shut up! I'm depressed. Sure you are, bitch. And then somehow Pete is able to talk into Edgar Allan Poe's coffee to say, you know, to ask for help. So begrudgingly, here comes Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe is there, and they're like, Quick, shoot the head plant! And he's like, are you sure? Yes, shoot the plant! So he gets his gun, and he shoots the plant. And it's like, okay, what happened? Well, let me tell you what happened. Nothing! Nothing happened! Because Edgar Allan Poe looks further into the plot, or into the pot of the plant, and he sees a Lowe's tag. A Lowe's tag. All of the plot, all the pots of plants have a Lowe's tag on. And then we find out in one of the worst twists I think I've ever seen in my life, the janitor, whose name is Harold Flanagan, is on a hidden camera prank TV show. Why? Why? Of all the things, of all the things you could have done, you went this direction? This direction! So the show is called Yes, I Was Scared. And... His wife was in on it, 
and the guy thought that this place was for real. And the kids are even asking themselves, were you in on this? No, I had no idea about this. And we see the show ending, and they say next time a woman in Milwaukee thinks that she's working at an abandoned abortion clinic. Why? Just, just, why? So then we see Henrietta in her room, because earlier she, and I forgot to mention this, she was listening to Sunny Day Real Estate, and that's S-U-N-N-Y, when Michael and Pete come back, and they talked about what really happened. And she doesn't believe it. And then Pete's like, "Oh, well the uh the the the, the plants, they they were they were killed." Yeah, they 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 were killed. Um yeah, they're do- they're done. And Henrietta has this fake like feeling of reversal and she's back to herself and then the mom comes in and she gets called a fat bitch by the mom at the end, and <sighs> that is the end of Goth Kids 3, Dawn of the Posers. One of the hardest episodes I think I have ever had to watch. Uh... Before I get to my overall thoughts on this, a couple of pop culture references, mainly the whole thing of them being changed from goth to emo is from Invasion of the Body Snatchers. But they also did other movie uh, references, including The Night of the Triffids, Stepford Wives, and Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Um, excuse me. You know, it's kind of weird that the little one, you don't know what happened. You don't know what happened to Ferkel after, you know, the, the whole like thing of the, the, the show, the, the show coming. I, oh my God, the show, this episode, dear God almighty. You want, you want to know what I think of this episode, folks? With the exception of the intro and the exception of the black guy that's a Twilight fan, this may be, this may be the worst South Park episode I have ever seen. Yeah, that's saying something. Remember season two? All those years ago that Fro and I reviewed and how a lot of them were bad. This is worse. And and, and here's the other thing. This, this, I think, gets me more than anything else. You had an additional seven days. You had an additional seven days to fix any problems you have with this episode. And this is what we end up getting. Like I said, it does not get a one. 
It does not get a 1, but this is getting a 2. This is the worst Halloween episode they have ever done. I don't think you could get any worse. And this may very well be the worst South Park episode ever. And it's not because they don't have the main characters in it. That's not my problem. It is the plot is bad. The twist is absolutely ridiculous. It has no ramifications whatsoever. It is just dumb, dumb, dumb. Well, let's take a look at the reception. Because I don't know if they're going to feel the same way or not. Ryan McGee of the AV Club gave the episode a C-, saying, Unfortunately, Goth Kids 3, Dawn of the Posers, was a fairly limp episode. One that an extra unexpected week of time apparently could not fix. You were given an extra week extra week. Chris Longo of Den of Geek gave the episode one out of five stars, saying, instead of realizing the tired emo goth storyline is about six years past its expiration date, South Park drudged on to complete its most uninspired episode of the young season. Oh yeah, it is very uninspired. Max Nicholson of IGN gave the episode a 7.7 out of 10, declaring that this week's South Park proved that the goth kids still had enough material for most of one more episode. Again, I'm I'm just going to say it. I have no problem with the goth characters. Never had a problem. I had no problem that the main characters were not in the episode. I had no problem with that. I, If I had a problem with it, I would say it on this show. But I did not. It's just the writing was so bad. The twist was unbearable. I don't know what else to say. So, let's go to IMDb and see what they thought of this week's episode. Over 2,200 people have given this episode a rating. The average rating, a 6.8 out of 10. 542 people gave this a 7. 323 people gave it a 10. 25 people gave it a 2. That is the score I am giving this episode. And 91 people gave it a 1. To break it into demographics, the average rating for males is a 6.6, with its highest demographic being 45 and over, with an average rating of a 6.8. The under 18 I'm not going to count because it did have an average rating of an 8.7, but only 3 of them voted so that does not count for females the average rating for females is a 7.3 with its highest demographic being in the 18 to 29 category an average rating of a 7.5 
a two. I never thought I'd reach that stage again. Well, let's see what the user reviews thought of this shit fest of an episode. Uh, let's see. Okay, first one is from EPJPS who wrote, I know South Park has been hit or miss over the years, but this episode shows you the highs this show can reach. To prevent spoilers, I'll only say that this episode manages to cram in all the goth references many of us experienced firsthand. The Village Inn, which all goths, including my former self, lived at during the 80s. Edgar Allan Poe, goths, vamps, and emos. Hilarious. It even spawned a catchphrase. No way. That everyone in my house chants endlessly. Along with Margaritaville, The Ungroundable, Something Walmart, This Way Comes, Tsst, Cartman Joins Nambla, Butter's Bottom Bitch, Christian Hard Rock, Trapped in the Closet, and Raisins with a Fish Sticks at a Tie, this is easily top 10. Love them. Can we revoke this person's fan card? The other review is from ThunderKing6, who wrote, This was one of the five most creative and fun episodes of South Park. It was a mystery, horror, and comedy-type episode. The episode lacked the big six, Cartman, Randy, Kyle, Butters, Kenny, and Stan. Some of them made a minor appearance, but with no lines. Verdict, a must-rewatch after you've seen it once. No, 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 no. I would not even put someone that I hated into torture by having them watch this episode. Would not. Like I said, worst Halloween episode they've done, maybe the worst South Park episode they have done. If you survived this week's episode, you can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97, and you can join our Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, where you can join other fans to discuss past, present, and when they come up, future episodes. Next time around, Ike hits puberty. It sounds very weird to say, but yes, Ike hits puberty because the next episode is taming strange thank you all for listening to this week's episode of sharks pond a south park podcast i'm bill i hope you survived this episode and i'll talk to you all next time